We are back. I got my man, my brother, my homie, Carlo Batera on the DNA of a champion. He's got the DNA. You've got the DNA. He's unlocked his champion. And he's going to tell you. He's going to continue to share how he did it. Listen up. Get your popcorn. Get your notepad. Get your pen. Actually, get your get your iPhone out. Get your get your Samsung out. Get your device out. Take notes because it's getting heavy. What happens? What's the process? What is it like when you go through failure? Oh, man, I think man, this is going to be a long answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, failure to me, depending on. It's an interesting thing. Like, if I have a goal in mind, like if I'm going to get a number or I'm going to get a certain amount of sales or whatnot, the individual failures on the small, like everyday thing, can be defeating only if you don't believe that you're going to win in the long term. Mm. So, like, and that's that goes back to like what I was saying. Some days, it's not usually the failures that make me want to quit. It's more of like, oh my gosh, I thought if I reached this point, something would be solved. Mm -hmm. But all it does is open up another door with more shit tons of possible, like problems. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, man, you know, um, more failure to come. Right. But I, I'm at a point in my career and in the businesses I own or whatnot that, um, I don't mind failing because I know that it's, it's a test. It's a test to, and what I mean by that is because I do a lot of internet marketing and uh, most of my businesses are online where I can run like 50 ads, right? And spend a whole week on creating those 50 ads and probably longer if I'm going to make 50, maybe like a month. And I've personally never had all 50 fail, but I'll have 45 of them fail. Mm. But I don't even pay attention to the 45. I'm like, sick, the five worked. Mm -hmm. You know, and those five worked. Now, how do I tweak that? Then the next step of that, I'll, again, create another 50 possibilities. And if those 50 possibilities, um, even a bigger percentage of them could fail, like 47 of them fail, and then three of them work. And then it goes on and, and, and goes on until I find the right target. Mm -hmm. And I know in my head that the target could be six months, eight months, 18 months down the line. But if I'm only looking for short-term, um, like, little flips and arbitrage and stuff, um, those failures hurt more. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if I buy a pair of sneakers, like, if I'm a part-time hustler and I buy a pair of sneakers and I buy them for 300 bucks and hopes for selling them for 600 bucks, but I can't sell them for, now they're selling for less in retail, which happens, then that failure is going to hurt more. Yeah. But if you're a real, like, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word real, but if you are uh, at a level, heavy. yeah, if you're heavy and if you're, heavy in, if, you're a, if you're a serial entrepreneur, fuck it. I'm just going to say, if you're a real entrepreneur, <laughs> you would have bought fucking 10 sneakers yeah, and 10, whether it's that one or you would have did your research better, mm -hmm. you know, and, or you would have bought 10 different sneakers. Five of them would have, would have sold for shit. Five of them would have sold oh, for double big, yeah. and you're going to be like sick, yeah, you know, and the other five are a wash. You sell them at retail, you, you sell them at a loss, mm -hmm. but you're not, you're not, you're actually at the end of it all. You're winning. Yeah. Right. So that's how I see failure. Um, but there, and that's failure in business. Mm -hmm. So the long part of this answer is now, am I in the right business to satisfy my own fulfillment? 
uh, and we you brought this up earlier, and I was gonna I, I meant to circle back to it because that's where I think the failure. If you're in the wrong business or you're in some uh. some shit that I can, I'm a living testament to this, right? I don't fucking love real estate or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when the real estate fails, it hurts because I don't want to fucking be in this industry yeah, anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when it hurts more. Yeah. But you know, we just we just had or there was a big event this this Tuesday that just passed, and I got uh, I like the owners reached out to me and asked if I can help you know, one sponsor some at risk youth and then also get involved with getting the proper kids in or students in. Um, and our goal was to get, I think 300, Mm -hmm. right. But given the time constraint, I only got 150 Mm -hmm. less than like 140. Mm -hmm. And I was fucking stoked. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and I missed by fucking 55% or 60%, right? But I didn't care because it was like, well, those 150 tickets get put to the side or whatever, right? But, um, but in the, in, because I cared so much about those kids, I, it it actually felt good. You know, Uh, I really didn't care. You know, if I missed by 50% on a real estate deal, Mm -hmm. that sucks, right? It's going to hurt more. That makes sense. It makes so much sense. And I actually have never heard it put that way. Cool. I never. And it, and I made makes, that shit up right now. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. It yeah. makes it makes so much sense. I need a. I need a. We need a. I think we need to dive into that as much as we can. Like mm. you, when you fail at something that you love, and I, and immediately actually brought me to basketball. Brought me to the shots Jordan missed. Yeah. Right. And and you you feel bad because you missed, but. It's gonna fuel you to get back in the gym. You're actually gonna be excited to get yeah. back in the Give gym. Give me the ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this one in. The I'll get the one, next one. Yeah, yeah. The next one's yeah. going in, man. Give me the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like Jordan's playing soccer now and he misses, like he's just gonna be frustrated because that's yeah. not his forte. That's not exactly. his passion. Yeah. And it's like, I know I'm not good and I've been trying so hard. Yeah. And I still can't get it. Yeah. And he, he experienced that in baseball. He got yeah. fucking disrespected in baseball. Yeah. yeah. And he was a dawn in, in the NBA, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I really like one of the key messages I spread is 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 build your strengths. Yeah. I played football. I played on defense. I could throw a ball, but not as good as a starting quarterback, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Say, hey, Jonathan, the world is your oyster. You could do anything. Yes, that is true. But can I do anything really, really well? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in my you DNA. You can't. <laughs> right? Maybe if we started when I was a two-year-old, you, you, you could mold me into you it. You can't do everything really well. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You can't you, do everything really yeah. well. So I have an opportunity now. It's kind of like Rudy. Do I put all of this effort and work into something I'm not that good at to become mediocre at best, mm-hmm. experience frustration, experience disappointment, experience a ton of pain? Or do I say, here are my strengths. Let me work on these and improve these and dominate and build my confidence with every victory. And with every defeat, be propelled and energized to take it to go further further to another level. Right? Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And one thing that, like, I've learned from having employees and... And just being around tons of people is everyone has a different goal. Mm-hmm. You know, like you might want to be the guy who scores the touchdown in, in mm-hmm. metaphorically in business or whatever. Um, and sometimes you, you'll, as a team player, going to be like, yo, 
Carlo, it's your time to shine. Like, you score mm-hmm. a touchdown now. But then I could be the person to be like, nah, man, I'm good. I don't want to score a yeah. touchdown. I'll set the pick. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. you know, I'll make the block. Yeah, exactly. And that, yeah. and that's, that is key to realize for yourself mm-hmm. in any business, right? Like, you can mm-hmm. be, everyone wants to be that number one, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to start the next yeah. Uber. I'm going to, the next Uber for fucking, I don't know, cleaning shoes or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? But you could, maybe you're not that guy. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not in your DNA. Maybe yeah. you're not the the number one guy on the team. Maybe mm-hmm. you're number three, four, five. Mm-hmm. But if you're number three, four, five on a championship team, mm-hmm. guess what? You're still a fucking champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you play a part in exactly. something big. I have a yeah. personal experience to share with that. I was, I might have been in my second year in the CFL playing with Hamilton. And uh, I played on defense and on special teams. And we had a new coach come in. And uh, I didn't like him at first. Basically, he said to me, you're not going to play on defense. I'm going to Google coach this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally... He said, you're not going to play on defense. And I was pissed. I was like, how dare he say that to me? I balled out in preseason. I ball out in practice. I'm getting interceptions. I'm making plays in practice. I'm looking at him, giving him the stank eye, right? But then I, 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 it propelled me to say, forget it. If I'm not playing on defense, I'm going to stop studying defensive film. I'm going to stop racking my brains trying to understand his plays. I'm going to stop being a resource for other people who need to know defense. What I will do is spend more time on special teams. That year, I had an amazing year. We had one of the funniest years I've ever played football. I finished third in the league in special teams tackles. And I was a force. Like, guys would come up to me before the game and be like, hey, we got something for you, Hood. We seen you on film. We got something <laughs> for you. They still couldn't stop me, right? But at first, I felt I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I was mad, bro. I was mm-hmm. mad to the point where I was even discouraged. But I didn't see that my strength lay over here. And if I put my time and my energy into my strength, I could really dominate and really make a name for myself. And in that scenario, make way more money, mm-hmm. right? Nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's a really cool story. Did you get along with that coach after? I did. <laughs> I good. get along with him now, too. I saw cool. him last year. Good. He we saw good something time. in you then. Yeah, he did. But at the time, it's like I didn't see eye to eye. Yeah. Right? And and I think a lot of that happens when we compare ourselves to others. Right? Like, shoot, Carlo. Carlo's my dog. He sells real estate. I can sell real estate, too. Me and him used to sell jerseys. I don't have any inclinations of real estate <laughs> you know that's not my passion right i don't have so i send him the clients right yeah you know so you really 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 have to dig into yourself and understand who you are where your strengths lie and what really fuels you mm-hmm. what really fuels you not what this person says or what that person says right the joy that you receive deep inside from doing the things that you love and loving the things that you do so, Carlo, many of these listeners will be, you've got a mix from university students in their early 20s. You've got some college students in their early 20s. you got maybe some older high school students listening. What, what do you want to leave with them? If there's one thing you could leave with them, what would that be? Um, fuck, I'm, this is some real shit I'm about to drop right now. So, first of all, I don't sell real estate, but <laughs> no, for real, what I would do if I can rewind all this shit, um, and I could be 18 again, and I could be 19 again. Um, 
I would do things differently. And what I mean by that is the internet is a game changer. Yeah, I run multiple businesses now and all they're all successful because of the internet. Real estate's one of them. But I have zero passion in real estate. I'm and uh, because of the internet, if I can rewind back to 18, 19 years old, I would go directly into something that I fucking love doing. Mm. Going rewinding back to what we talked about at the beginning, the reason being is the internet then gives you a platform to connect with whatever the fuck you want to sell or whatever community you want to create. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is you can like be a stamp collector Mm -hmm. and hook up with every fucking stamp collector Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. and trade in that game and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love every moment. I don't know anything about fucking stamps, (laughs) but, uh, or, you know, and and maybe you won't make money off the bat. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. And part of the curse for me and why I haven't fully given up my real estate company or business or whatever you want to call it is because the money is good. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, the failures in that business fuck me up a lot mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally and stuff because I don't want to be in it. Mm-hmm. But the other shit that I'm working on that I do and I, and I, and I fail or whatever, it doesn't feel like failure. It just mm-hmm. miss, feels like a missed shot, but I'm going to get another shot in about 24 seconds, you know, or 35 seconds in college ball, I guess, or 35. But I guess, yeah, that's what I would leave for any person that's in school right now or, or whether you're whatever age you are now. And I, and I'm at that point too, where I'm starting to do more shit that is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And starting to build that community of things that I like doing rather than things that will make me money right now. Mm-hmm. Because further on, going back to the long game, you will create a community around something that you actually enjoy mm. and you'll love it, yeah. you know, and, it's true. and you'll make it's money from true. it if that's your goal, your end goal. It's real true. We started uh, ahead of the game a program because we just wanted to help out kids and we built this network, and we, I see kids now in the workforce. Yeah, this kid came out to me. I remember the program. I remember the program. Do you remember me? Kids like a grown man now, right? Yeah. So I took the program like four years ago. Now I'm doing this and this. Thank you so much, man. We we're out of high school the other day, yesterday, and a girl came up. She's like, "Man, I love when we had the program, saying this and saying that. It helped me so much." And it's just that community, like you spoke about. But here, mm-hmm. here's a money question, though: If what is it that you're passionate about? damn I really think it's it's talking to people mm-hmm. so and that th- like this question comes at a very interesting time because as Johnny alluded to earlier I tore my Achilles in November 27 2017 so three months and one day ago <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm just starting to walk again and it was a it was an interesting time for me to, to really think about what do I actually want to do rather than just keep doing where I'm the opposite of most people where most people will sit and learn and not do anything mm-hmm. where I'm just constantly doing, yeah. trying to, to whatever, fill whatever void and whatever society's rules are. But I'm not hundred percent sure what I'm passionate about. I know mm-hmm. it's something to do with people. I love surfing, mm-hmm. but I think surfing has become a release for me mentally. Mm-hmm. And it's like a moment of, of solitude and, and and uh, just awesomeness with being one with the earth. It sounds real fucking corny, but it's it's the truth. But um, it might be people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm still learning. You know, that's another thing is 
your passions can change. Mm-hmm. You know, there's in what for whatever factors, right? So f- right now, I really think I have a passion in helping people. I've always had a passion to help people, but it's more of now that there's this spotlight on entrepreneurship. I really want to help people or kids or students, whatever you want to call them, even older people. I don't really care mm-hmm. to show them that there's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a hundred million dollar company. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a billion dollar Facebook type company. You can build a $60,000 company on Instagram, on mm-hmm. Facebook, and there's multiple ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Money is not, money does not equal happiness. And, it, and that's a battle that all I, I battle with all the time. So I can't answer that question 100%. I'm passionate about this, you know. Um, but, but you just did. You're passionate about people. Yeah, that's true. 100%. And it sounds like a younger demographic of people mm-hmm. as opposed to an older demographic. I think, it's, I think it's kind of like I still feel like a little kid. Yeah. And I want to show them like, yo, trust me, don't go down that path. Yeah. You don't know? become old yeah, or, mentally and emotionally. Or don't right? don't get caught up in the trap, man. Yeah. Like the trap is in like I've seen and met most of these people that that like floss and ball out on Instagram and all these social medias and shit. And they're fucking losers. <laughs> and, well, I don't mean to say like who am I to judge who's a loser? Oh, what I actually mean is <laughs> is a lot of that is a facade. It's their it's their only ten thousand dollars that they have saved up, or the only twenty thousand dollars saved up. Yeah, you have like the billionaire princes and stuff. They're they can ball like all they want. But another thing is, there's a huge stat that I pay attention to is there's more millionaires in the world today, mm-hmm. ever. But there's yeah. more millionaires in the world that commit suicide. Oh wow! Because once your mo- once money is your be all end all goal, mm-hmm. it's a very lonely. It that road of entrepreneurship that's already lonely yeah. is even lonelier. Mm-hmm. And when you reach that goal that you thought was going to break you free of the loneliness, mm-hmm. the loneliness gets deeper. Mm-hmm. And then you think, and, and then the more, and then you reach you reach a million dollars, you reach ten million, mm-hmm. you reach a hundred million, but then. You go to a party and then all of a sudden there's someone who just who were 500 million yeah. or somebody worth a billion. Yeah. And then your your loneliness gets deeper. It's like you're chasing your tail. Yeah. So when you go back to, I think, to add to your point of like helping younger younger people, it's uh, it's just more of like, man, it's it's not that cool. It's not. It, it is cool for 30 seconds or a day <laughs> or two to ball out, but then it just comes back to you. You know, how long does it feel good to buy a new pair of sneakers? Mm-hmm. It feels good when you buy them. Six months later, you're like, shit, I probably shouldn't have bought those sneakers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure what girls spend their money on today. But, <laughs> like, but it would be, I, a lot of girls buy sneakers too. Who am I kidding? But, um, yeah, I think that's really it. And But I, I still, I really believe in the future of, of the kids. I do think that. The future, and I still think I'm a kid, like I was saying, and I think that, you know, taking advantage of what the internet is giving us today mm-hmm. will pay off in 10 years, like, to an extent that we can't even calculate. Yeah. The internet is so new. Yeah. It's so new. And everything that used to cost five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and used to take five, six weeks to test in terms of marketing and and uh, lead generation and all that shit I can do on the internet in three hours mm-hmm. you know um, 
which then amplifies everything. The yeah. attention is being taken away from, there's still 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. but there's a million different outlets that everybody is looking at. Mm-hmm. We're, we're no longer going home and watching BET. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or watching much music. Those are the two channels we used to watch. Mm-hmm. Now we're on YouTube, yeah. on whatever, Vimeo. Netflix, fucking yeah. Vimeo, yeah. Vivo, Snapchat, yeah. watching all this random shit on the little thing that's in everyone's pocket right yeah. now, you know? So, and that's the internet, right? So I really do, I do like, I just want to let, you know, in, in, if I can encourage anything in the younger generation, it's just more like, stop just consuming the shit on your phone and start building something that you actually truly like mm. or, and build something in it that can have a future for you because it, this is like a land grab right now, mm. you know, of like attention, mm. a land grab of attention where it's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're, we're trying, like, we, if, going back to real estate, if you can go back, somebody bought a condo, the first place I ever sold was a townhouse for $144,000, mm-hmm. so almost 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a land grab. Yeah. If you, you know, how, exactly, <laughs> exactly, it's yeah. like $600,000 now, yeah. right? So that same thing, that was 13 years ago, mm-hmm. is going to be amplified in terms of attention online. Mm-hmm. By I don't even know the number. No one's going to be able to know the number. You know, the new, these, like, the channels we used to watch, the BETs when we used to go home, the Much Music, Mm -hmm. are now Facebook, Instagram. Those are the channels. Yeah. And that's the internet. Yeah. You know? So, that's not one thing to leave the kids with. That's shit tons of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're creating new countries online. Yeah, man. And it's a global economy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, those stamp collectors in Egypt, bro, they, <laughs> they're connecting with the stamp collectors in Timbuktu, man, yeah. for sure. In India and in fucking New Brunswick, they all know each other yeah. and they live across the oceans, yeah. you know, and and that's crazy. That really is crazy. You could have been one stamp collector in all of New Brunswick and felt super lonely. Mm-hmm. But now because of Instagram you now know 15,000 stamp collectors all around the world. That's crazy. Check this out. I, I do a nutrition workshop. Nothing against stamp collectors, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. With the lady, and she said, she told me last, she told me a story last week. She said she had some kind of kidney problem, and it was like a really rare thing to have. And for some strange reason, she was connected with someone in, I think it was, either the UK or Australia, who had the same thing. And they were like pen pals. Remember pen pals? You yeah, yeah. And you send it. So they were email pals. And okay. they both had surgery on the same day, right? They both had the same condition. They yeah. both, so many similarities, right? Both were women. And they never did Skype. All they do is email back and forth. Yeah. And she said that, it's been like five years and they still that's amazing back and forth. that's exact that's yeah that's amazing yeah the support the, the love. support yeah never the connection face to face real yeah never ever that's fucking real man yeah. i believe in that that's that like everyone's worried about the next generation which is always the case always yeah. oh, like whatever the generation is before us before millennials or whatever mm-hmm. uh, gen x and then I don't know what's before Baby that. boomers. Baby boomers. Yeah. They were worried about Gen X and now yeah. we're worried about millennials. Now we're worried about whatever's after millennials. Mm-hmm. It's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because their 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 perspective is different than ours. Yeah. You know, we 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 grew up in an in- interesting time where we remember the days where there's no internet. Mm-hmm. Right? 
the kids now, when we're when like the grade twelves that are about to graduate high school, they don't know a world without high without yeah. internet yeah. at all, right? right? So they might not be able to approach a girl how we can approach a girl at any random place, right? right? But can we slide into DM like they slide into DM? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You know what right. I mean? I don't have that same. Pro- that I don't tech know. savvy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I don't tech know. savvy. It, that's like what I, I mean. just started using, my sister was like, you need to use emojis when you text. It's true. I'm like, why? Just read the words. Yeah, yeah, They're like, no. We don't know the emotion attached to it. Exactly. It's true. It is. It's, it's true. a different and language. Though. I don't know that language. either or, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong. And, uh, and sliding into a DM like numbers game is crazy, mm-hmm. right? But um, but it, it's just, it's everyone's always worried about the next generation, which yeah. I don't think I think is normal, but I don't think is fair because mm-hmm. with the internet, yeah, we have this great gift of everyone on a certain platform at any given time with global economy, but then it gives also the platform for a bunch of assholes that yeah. don't know what they're talking about. Yeah the same platform to disrespect the next generation, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, now if you can connect the generations, this is, I don't, I don't know how much time we got, but <laughs> I, this shit is, I'm real like passionate about sh- explaining to people that if you sit back and you disrespect the next generation, you're going to lose. Yeah. Cause that's a generation that's taking care of you. Yeah. And that's <laughs> for one. <laughs> well, that that's also like, and if, and what I mean by lose and win, I don't really have an exact context for winning and losing, but I'm sure people understand what I'm talking about. Like, if you're that that asshole who thinks, like, I'm not going to buy shit on Amazon. Amazon's just a, a phase. Mm. Yo, Amazon's going to take over the fucking world soon, bro. <laughs> and, uh, and what I mean by... So going back to, like, what I was saying, if you disrespect the next generation, you're going to lose... But if it's because the technology advances so much faster than you think. Mm-hmm. So now if you now the same way the young generation, if they disrespect the old generation, they can also very much lose. The mm-hmm. reason being is the old generation knows what physical hard work is. Mm-hmm. The new generation is like, yo, why do you got to do that? I can just Uber eats it or mm-hmm. Uber it. Right. And or like order shit in or whatever it is. Right. Now, if you mold, if you're from the older generation and you take the technology from the new generation, guess what? Your chances of crushing these kids yeah. is massive. Yeah. I don't mean crushing by killing these kids or anything like. <laughs> I mean like just dominating. Yeah. And but and if the if the kids take the same work ethic as the old mm-hmm. crazy people that work fucking eighteen hours a day, mm-hmm. they would dominate both generations. Yeah. You know, so you can't disrespect either generation. Yeah. They both have gifts to give and. You as a as a real entrepreneur, you have to adapt. And mm-hmm. if you don't adapt, you will get eaten up. The banks are getting crushed right now. They thought mm-hmm. they were protected forever. But Bitcoin and blockchain technology is real. Mm-hmm. You know, the hotel industry got destroyed or is getting destroyed. They can lie all they want, but Airbnb <laughs> is crushing them. Mm-hmm. Um, the taxi industry, Uber, that's a given. Mm-hmm. You know, all the and the media platforms, like I was saying, the Fox News channels, the yeah, CNNs. If, yeah, they're the only people that watch them are the fucking older generations that disrespect the young generations, <laughs> right? Uh, and I know most kids, and you know, not to sound like a fucking creep, but this will sound like a creep. I know a lot of. 13-year-old girls, they consume all of their information from the socials, yeah. right? From from the from Snapchat. It's fast. It's instant. Yeah. It's, it's instant. Yeah. And they can choose. 
Yeah. They can choose, I don't like that shit. Don't yeah. show me shit like that no more. Yeah. Right? Which I think is dope. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I brought up what 13 girls, year old girls do is because, <laughs> excuse me, they have a huge play in the market. You know, whatever. And your niece is young. Yeah. She's not, she's 13, not 13, but she's but, young. No, but no, but really, like, for so what I mean is, like, if 13-year-old girls or 16-year-old girls say something is cool, the guys will follow. Mm-hmm. And that They'll is. Follow. And that is the consumption of consumerism mm-hmm. of every generation. Like, Let's be real. No one's looking fly. Yeah, a part oh, of them is for mean, themselves. Right, right, right. But a lot Poor of it is girl, for, girl, I see if, what you're in my context, if I like, because I like girls and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm trying to be politically correct. I'm not politically correct, but you do stuff to attract them. Right. Right? And if so, the reason why Snapchat became Snapchat is because a bunch of 16-year-old girls fucking loved it. Yeah. And then the only way guys are going to communicate with 16-year-old girls is through Snapchat. Snapchat. You know what I mean? And then now we live in an interesting time where the the 40-year-old woman wants to be the 20-year-old woman, which you actually can't tell the difference anymore. Mm. And then they're now on Instagram Mm -hmm. or Snapchat. Mm -hmm. But then the younger generation will then say, that's no longer cool because... They're, they're using it. it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it's, it's <laughs> Something else has to come out of it. Exactly. So it's an interesting time, right? Um, where back in the day, it was more like the older generation paved the way. But now it's like, no, what are the kids doing? Yeah. You know, what are the kids Everybody doing? Everybody wants to be cool. Yeah, everyone. And I, I just feel like we're living in a time where age is very hard to tell. Very. You know, you can't, like, you see... We're obviously on a on an audio podcast, but if you looked at me, you would think that I'm just a university kid walking around campus. Mm-hmm. But little do they know, I have multiple businesses that that are very successful, right? And, uh, and I travel like three, four months a year and just surf. And, and and the reason why that has become is because of the internet, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, like I'm pretty sure if if we saw Mark Zuckerberg. Walking down the street, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. He wears the same gray T-shirt every day, not mm-hmm. the exact same one, same style. Mm-hmm. But um, you just wouldn't know, right? Now the days of like, oh, I run, I wear a suit, and in ten years, that shit is gonna be so ir- irrelevant. Yeah, you know, the, there's gonna be the 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 suit Wall Street type guy is not gonna be, you know, who knows Wall Street will be around because blockchain is definitely fucking shit up, man. Mm-hmm. But that's my. 15 minute rant <laughs> great having you bro thanks brother great having definitely you. a pleasure to be here we're gonna have to do this again absolutely man soon. absolutely sometime soon purpose sorry identity figure out who you are god put you on this earth made you created you you're something you're somebody purpose why are you here what is the reason the reasons can shift the reasons can move the reasons could be here at this time there at that time and you have an overall purpose. This is Jay Hood, Carl Batara, CB. Peace out, DNA of a champion. Stay tuned.